I'm all alone on my midnight run I'm taking me a midnight run I'm making another one A thousand miles or more I'll drive To where I lived when I thought I was alive They'll never know I was ever Oh, right. also our website. Try to, log, try to go to our website right now. See if it's up. I, did you change something? Because I was going to tell you, I think our RSS feed is down. No, I didn't change anything. It's. I went to try to log on today, and it just yep. not there. Not there. So, is, but I was looking on Spotify. Our podcasts are all still there. Have you tried to listen to one? No, because they're all still on Apple too. But then they don't play. <clears throat> oh, all right. Well, I'll call yeah. GoDaddy later. <sighs> okay, let's roll. Howdy, everybody. Cable Smith, welcoming each and every one of you into episode one thirty six. I think it's one thirty six. Don't know our website down. Can't figure it out, Chisholm. But uh, yeah, I think it's episode 136. But I digress. Riding shotgun as always. The good counselor, Chisholm Cook. How are you doing, my friend? It's 136. <laughs> okay. Looking forward to Mule Deer next week. Yay. When do you leave? Uh, I think we're going to leave early Thursday morning. Um, be in Arizona by Thursday night. Heading to camp Friday morning. Nice. Season opens that Friday, the 29th, I think, is next Friday. No, You'll 25th. There. 29th is I'll be next door in New Mexico uh, doing a little fishing with my dad uh, in the backcountry. So, nice. Should be good times. When Hopefully are you going to Like right after that? Third week of September. Oh. Yep. I'm very, oh, you're hunting the peak rut this time, huh? Yeah. Back in, the, where are you going this year? Uh, Like, Around Chama, New Mexico. New country. Yeah. Um, I'm very stoked. I'm sure it's the case in Chama too, but uh, they've it basically has been either raining or snowing for a full year now. So all the Arizona big game guys are saying it'll be the best year since 2018 and that another couple of years from now, they're expecting the best year since 2010. Hmm. Once some of the middle-aged bucks that are super fat and healthy right now grow into maturity, very so, nice. There, yeah. there. I was listening. These guys were. Have you been shooting your bow? I shot my bow for the first time. Yeah, I still have a month before my trip, but I shot it yesterday. That's really early for you. Nice, <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, yes, I have. <laughs> Good. I have been shooting. Been shooting well. I think Made last a minor week... adjustment. I was getting a little bit of a low impact on my broadhead, so I. Hmm tweaked my rest up just a tiny bit and they cinched right up yeah that's an interesting deal oh trying to get your field points to sync perfectly with your broadheads mm -hmm. i can never do it they just don't so i was shooting field points yesterday and every arrow was like an inch high and an inch right and i was like i was about to make an adjustment i was like no i'm just gonna shoot broadheads tomorrow and just make sure that it, you know because at the end of the day broadheads is the only thing that matters <laughs> that's true so that's what's going to be punching a hole in the animal. I could care less about where the field points are hitting as long as the broadheads are flying true. month, you can fix it, but that's okay. Uh, For those of you all interested in possibly ever picking up a bow and trying to kill something with it, <clears throat> while you can adjust your sights to the broadhead, you're losing efficiency in your arrow flight because it's an indication if your broadheads and your field points do not touch the same spot that there's a wobble 
in your aeroflight, which is sucking out energy. So when it hits, it's not going to hit as hard and drive as deep. Minor, maybe. Hit it in the right spot. Well, I matter. recommend just going to the gym so you can pull more weight, and then that will sort itself out. <laughs> I recommend finding a qualified Bowtech and making those adjustments or doing it yourself like I did. I have actually set up zero bows. A Bowtech, a qualified Bowtech, sets them up every time. So take it to him and have him straighten your stuff out. Oh, can I not just shoot the broadheads tomorrow and just see how they're flying? If they're hitting in the same point as the is if they're hitting the same spot as the field points, then I don't need to take it to him. I just make the adjustment my, adjustment myself. Right. You don't know if you even have a problem yet. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I know the Astros have a serious problem though. Now they're three and a half games back. Wham. Also, yeah, Max Scherzer three and zero. Oh. He gave up three runs the first inning he pitched for the Rangers, and he's given up one run in his last like nineteen innings, and he's three and zero. Oh. Just throwing that out there. So good. But this time next week when we record, you'll probably probably be four and a half games back. So, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, okay, perfect. Well, do you have you heard about the uh, the Maui fires? (laughs) Yeah, trust me, I've heard about the Maui fires. I got a lot on that, but let's start with uh, a little clip here from our (laughs) our POS POTUS. Joseph R. Biden. We're also authorized one-time payments of $700 per household to folks who've been displaced so they can do the immediate things of just taking care of medications and prescriptions that they so badly need. How nice. 700 bucks. Get them back on their feet. Uh, 700 bucks ain't what it used to be with inflation. Meanwhile, I just looked up the stats on how much money we've given the Ukraine. Currently, it sits at $113 billion dollars. And he's asked for another $24 billion from Congress. But he can only be bothered to give, uh, what does 700 bucks do, man? Whoa. Whoa. Sure, little, you sure zeroed in, on, you, you, you zeroed in on the heart of the matter there, hmm. Mr. Smith. Let's see. Population of Lahaina. 9,100 people, 9,118 residents of the city of Lahaina. We know that over 100 have been confirmed dead, and there's still like 1,500 missing. But let's just pretend that all 9,000 are alive and well. Uh-huh. So what's 9118? 9118 times 700. That's uh, We're spending $6.38 million on Lahaina disaster relief. Um, <laughs> if we gave them $1 billion, just $1 billion, how many billions are we at now on the... Uh, uh, well, $113 plus he's asked for another 24. So... So that's uh, that's a million. I think that's a billion. It's hard to figure out how many zeros to put. Divided by nine one one eight. Yeah, yeah. If we gave them a billion, just one billion, just one billion dollars to that population, mm-hmm. uh, they'd be taking home a cool hundred ten can hundred ten grand. That would probably help. That would probably help. Oh, they, wait, another... wait, hold on. I'm confused. Are we talking about American citizens? Yeah, I'm saying that if we took $1 billion... No, I know what you're saying. Ukraine. I'm just clarifying. We we could give the money to Americans. and it Right, we could give it to Americans. That's right. What is, what is $1 Citizens billion of the state of Hawaii. to a government that's just printing money hand over fist and giving 100 and... What is that? Uh, 37, $137 billion is if he gets his wish on the additional 24. $137 billion to a foreign country that, to be frank with you, I'm over it. I don't even care. 
If Russia takes them over, Russia takes them over. I could give I a rat's ass. I didn't care when it happened. We've had no yeah, business really in didn't. it to begin with. I really with. didn't either. Let me make something. It's all about that military-industrial complex that we've talked about, old Dwight D. Eisenhower warned us about. Well, here it is. And the, and the, you know what it is? The rich get richer. That's what it is. That's what it's all hmm. about. If you take the $120 billion we've spent so far and divide it by 43 million Ukrainians, they've gotten an average of $2,800 a piece throughout this war. So there you go. I mean, even doing that math, they're getting, what's that? That's uh, four times as much times. as uh, the Lahainans Lahain are. Mm -hmm. Of course, none of that is even relevant because we know the Ukrainians aren't getting that money. Right. Zelensky's probably getting a little, little piece. He's got a little piece. He's probably pretty well taken care of. But ultimately, Lockheed and Boeing and Northrop are getting that money, Raytheon. And then they're funneling it back to the politicians who voted for that crap in the first place. So, so you're saying it's a circle. It's a circle. That's right. The money mm -hmm. changes hands briefly, and then it just goes back into the goes same up circle. Up and down and around. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, but the actual fire itself, there's more. There's, there's a little smoke in that fire, too. Which, yeah. Uh, you know, I heard that. So is Lahaina... Is that close to where Oprah owns that massive ranch? Yeah, I mean, it's in Maui. Um, mm -hmm. I think it's pretty much on the other side of the island from her. But, but yeah. My understanding is that uh, elites, big investment groups, mm -hmm. had right. tried to buy this population of people out. Basically just, hey, we want to buy your property. And, and by and large, the people are like, no, we're, we're happy. Maui's awesome. We want to stay right here. Thank you very much, though. It's the same thing, like, we could sell our house right now for way more than it's worth, but then you have to go buy another house. Well, where are you going to go? And by the way, Maui kicks yeah. ass. I'm pretty cool living right here in my house that I own. But that wasn't that wasn't what the answer these uh, elites wanted to get. They didn't want to hear that. So let's start a little fire. Yeah, there's a lot to this one, man. I think we should just rebrand ourselves as a conspiracy uh, <clears throat> theory podcast. Cons you know, I, conspiracy that just very conspiracy generic podcast. name is already taken. The Conspiracy Theory Podcast. This is so funny, dude. <laughs> All right. So in January of 2023, the island of Maui hosted a smart city conference. Have we talked about smart cities yet? I think maybe it rings a bell, but I couldn't. Yeah. So it's a world economic detail. forum, you know, great reset concept. Um, okay. I did find it. Um, yeah, it's this whole, it's, it's in, in line with the whole 15 minute city concept, you know? So one of the things that they, they want to do to save us from like climate change and everything, right. Is that, is that all of pop all of humanity lives in a 15 minute city, meaning that you're only a 15 minute walk or bike ride from everything you could possibly need. So you don't have to burn any fossil fuels to get anywhere. And, you know, oh, somehow yeah, the whole yeah. city will be self-controlled, self-contained for its energy service or energy needs. And, on and on and on right they don't want you going anywhere they don't want you having you know a, they want you living in a 15 minute bubble right which is why here's your your fuel ration for the month that's right it's, it's, it's 
you know, total, oh, total you control. Know it's, it's a beautiful it's thing, a double, right? It's a double win for them, too, on, on this fire specifically because they get to also blame it on climate change. <laughs> right, right, right. So, so, so there's so many layers to this, right? First layer is the other day, uh, Sunday's a episode, dude. I'm in. I'm in 100% in. It's a complete, everything's a psyop. For sure, dude. Just, yes. We're going to make this fire. Even the we're part about Joe not wanting to talk about We're going to blame it on climate control, climate change, so that we can control you more while we take your land. So I, I tune in to No Agenda. Tune in. I play on my podcast app, No Agenda, I think on Sunday night. And they open up with the Maui story. And good old Adam Curry. He says, so here's the first clip. And it begins with... You know, devastating fires near the town of Lahaina, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, oh, wait, that's the wrong one. That's from 2016. Hold on a second. And he plays another one. Damn near verbatim. Devastating fires unleashed and burned 50 acres in, near, near the city of Lahaina on the island of Maui in Hawaii. Oh, wait. No, that was 2018. Here's the most recent one. Devastating oh. fires burned the city of Lahaina down. Let me say something. People died. I'm really sorry for their families for their them that it's a lots it's of a people tragedy die, which means these a-holes have blood on their hands in addition to that's theft right. and control and that's right all kinds of effery right so 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 first and foremost this isn't rare i've been to maui i've been to lahaina although we only were there basically for like the day if you're familiar with that island it's, i went to uh, maui i was in maui may of 2022 for an access to your hunt but I don't, that's right I know I saw signs for Lahaina. I don't know if I ever went through Lahaina, though. So what side? You were on the, the South Island or, or South uh, Volcano, right? On the mountainside somewhere? Yeah. Yeah. So what, what direction were you all, what direction were you all facing? Dude, I don't what part of the mountain were you on? Uh, I know where we went fishing. If you, where we went fishing was not as rough as like where the, the port is because but I don't know. I honestly don't remember. Well, anyway, there's 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 two volcanic peaks that make up the island of Maui, they're, and they're kind of diagonal. One is northwest. Never went on that road to whatever it's called. What is it? Yeah, the, the, the Hana Road. Yeah, yeah, the road to Hana. Right. So the there's a northwest and a southeast volcano. The southeast one's called Haleakala. The Haleakala National Forest is up at the top of it. Yeah. That's where Hana is. So you land in between the two in a town that starts with a K that I can't ever remember anymore. Yeah. Copa Ono or something like that. You land in the valley that's between the two, and you take if you want to go to Hana, the Maui the, the road to Hana goes around the east side of the southern volcano, and you get to the southeast like southeast side. It's sixty miles, but it takes a few hours because it's like one hundred oh, and fifty. And here's the reason why there's only one road, Chisholm, is because the elites that already own the rest of the property won't let them put a road through there. Yeah, I'm sure. No, that's the truth. Probably I was reading few, about few that. reasons, but sure. Yeah, yeah. It's this old two lane road the whole way with like a 250 switchback turns and 150 yeah. one lane bridges that have waterfalls flowing over them. It's pretty amazing. Not cool if you are prone to motion sickness like my wife is. But anyway, <laughs> that's why she drives everywhere. It's a bitch to get down there. But when we went, we circumnavigated the whole island. So we went to Hana. We stayed just before you get to Hana. Hung out in Hana. My buddy, at the, a good friend of mine since forever, lived in Kipahulu, which is the next town down. Kind of, It's like Hana and Kipahulu, and that's pretty much it down there. But then if you go all the way around the Haleakala Mountain, as you get to the south and then the southwest side, 
it's like desert country. I mean, legit desert because all of the moisture from the Pacific hits the east and southeast side based on the predominant, you know, weather patterns all year long. And the other side is, like I said, desert. So mm. as you come all the way around back to the valley that connects the two, and then if you start to go around the next aisle, the, 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 the northern, the northwestern mountain, right there at the base of it, right close to the valley where the airport is, is Lahaina. So it's on like the southwest. giving me a geography lesson. I was on the, the eastern side. Right. The rainy right. side. Yeah. Luscious, wet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, so Lahaina is, you know, all the good weather, rainy weather is blocked by the Haleakala Mountain to Lahaina. So it's always dry. It burns. Obviously, it's done this tw- three times now since 2016. The point is, they had fair warning. And then in January of this year, they hosted a smart city conference. Part of the goal is a smart of a smart city is to have all sorts of badass emergency procedures and warning for environmental disasters, which we know are going to happen because climate change, blah, 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 right? They just hosted this thing. They have a, 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 a siren system for emergencies. They have a history of fires. They have a town, a basically ancient, antique, wooden, and like palm, you know, leaf village of, you know, 8,000 homes or whatever that are tender, ready to go up in flames, sitting on some of the most prime real estate on the whole damn planet. And as you pointed out, it's known. In fact, Bezos has come out and talked about it already, that it has been a desire of the uber wealthy to turn Lahaina into a tourist trap resort community for forever. And the locals have been holding out. So this fire starts. And if you've seen the destruction, it burned all the way to the water's edge. Yeah. I saw a clip of some dude that was saying he had to get into the water, go into the ocean. Yeah. And even the ocean, lots was of people were just jumping the in surface. the ocean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so like Google in your spare time, like, like ocean fire pump boat, just throw those words in Google and you'll see these badass rigs with water cannons, you know, that are probably all told with multiple cannons able to shoot many thousands of gallons per minute, many, many hundreds of feet. None of that got deployed. I would imagine at least one of the islands in Hawaii has access to such a rig. Uh Um, The initial reports were they didn't, that the alarm system didn't work. Guess what? As of yesterday, it was acknowledged. It was never even turned on. We don't know if it works because we didn't bother trying. Yeah, they didn't turn it on. They let the city burn to the ground, burn to the ground and never turned it on. I learned, I heard earlier today that now the Hawaii Electric Co-op, I think, or whatever it's called, the Hawaii, the Co- Maui Electric Co-op, maybe specifically, the electric company that services Lahaina is now under investigation because they didn't turn the electricity off when this started, which only exacerbated the fires as transformers exploded, you know, and things, you know, burned and fell down and caused electrical fires, which it, 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 it made it Power worse. Lines, all of it. Right. And what are you seeing right off the bat? Jeff Bezos coming in there, ready to swoop up. I'll, I'll, I'll buy your little lot from you and you can move on and I'll give you three times what it was worth, right? And Oprah's swinging in to save the day. Matthew McConaughey is swinging in to save the day. All these ultra rich dude. I got a buddy who moved his family out there last year. He didn't live in Hawaii and Lahaina, but not far from there. He's telling us how he's going to be swooping up as many lots as he can. He's still there. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, so yeah, it was an accident. Yeah, it's an accident. <laughs> yeah, and you Not can tell the people because our brain dead president could barely bring himself while on his latest beach hangout day to even like muster a response. His response when asked about the devastation in Lahaina was no comment. No comment. In other words, Klaus told us we had to do this or whoever the hell is working Klaus's strings. Um, there's going to be an intern switching, switching gears here. There's going to be an intern fired at the white house this week. <laughs> you see this? Okay, so from KJP's Twitter, at PressSec, it says, Investing in America means investing in all of America. Parentheses, not Lahaina. Uh, when I ran for president, I made a promise that I would leave no part of the country behind. So some moron mistook, I guess that runs her page and Biden's page, tweeted something as if it was Biden, but he tweeted it on KJP's page. <laughs> Follow what I'm saying? So an, I'm an assuming it was an intern with access to KJP to the official Twitter feed of the, of the White House press secretary hijacked and posted on there that Biden doesn't care about Lahaina? No, no. I, the in parentheses, except for Lahaina, I put, added myself. Let me read oh, it again. You put that in there. Yeah, yeah. That was my own personal flair. Yeah, your editorial. Yeah. So, no, from KJP's Twitter, her Twitter, investing in America means investing in all of America. When I ran for president, I made a promise that I would leave no part of the country behind. So, someone, not named KJP or Joe Biden, is running both of the pages and got confused and tweeted a tweet, what was supposed to be a tweet oh, okay. from Biden on her page. She's speaking in, like, his first person, essentially. Right. Right. Okay. So none of I liked your editorial better. I was really hoping that somebody was super pissed in there that you know wanted no. to just do a little napalm <laughs> just, on the situation. <laughs> no pun intended. But isn't that just part of the course for this dumpster fire of an administration? Yeah, they're a mess, dude. Probably a transgender person wrote it anyway. Because they're hey, oh here's an idea, Chisholm. Here I I figured it out. Maybe if you hired on qualified if you if you made your hirings on parameters of qualification rather than dei right maybe we wouldn't have morons it would help that are tweeting out under the wrong account and then also stealing thousands of dollars worth of luggage seems like it would help yeah yeah Uh, let's talk about texas texas senate bill 14 aimed at protecting children from unnecessarily mutilating themselves uh, it's having its day in court. SB 14 blocks hormone therapy, testosterone, puberty blockers, and surgeries for minors. All good things, right? If you want to protect children, one would think. Uh, but the woke mob is having their day, trying to block it from going into effect in September. Out of all those things, what what could be worse? They're all terrible. Was, clearly, surgery is... There's no coming back from that. But a human body needs to go through puberty. It's the way we were designed. It's how you develop. I don't I can't even wrap my mind around blocking that development and thinking, this is a good thing. Oh, and by the way, there's no science to support it. 
Yeah, that's a kicker. But I mean, what the hell is science anymore? Um, I got nothing, dude. Um, you know, it's it's well, the devil. What is the it's the schemes what, of the devil in Bulverde, Texas? What is the high school's stance on boys using the girls' bathroom? Um, do they allow? I don't think that's permitted in the high school, but I gotta be honest, I'm not sure. I don't have a kid in the high school. Um, there's plenty of LGBTQ stuff going on in the school. Um, but as I understand it, uh, the superintendent or maybe the the principal, I think it was the superintendent last year, basically put his foot down and said, we're not doing any of this. We're not providing litter boxes for people who think they're cats and we're not um, letting, you know, biological males into female spaces. And um, But I think that it's not like, you know, I, I have a feeling, my, I, I kind of get the sense that there are plenty of teachers in Comal ISD that are very pro all that stuff. And you only have to go 10 miles south into San Antonio and you know you've got teachers and principals wearing rainbow masks you know as of like this time last school year Mm -hmm. so i only asked that question because i also don't have a kid in high school and i don't know what mckinney's rules are but one of our regular listeners his daughter's best friend came to him this week because i saw this person we were doing carpool together volunteering at the uh the kids school and uh mickey said that uh this this girl walked into the bathroom girl's bathroom at mckinney high school and there was a dude in there and it made her very uncomfortable and she the the guy started talking to her made her even more uncomfortable and that she eventually just walked out but she told mickey that and uh he was he's planning on contacting the school We've never really gotten too far into it, but I've heard um, Riley Gaines, that swimmer, mm-hmm. oh yeah, who was like top three in the country uh, in her disciplines, that lost to Leah oh, Thomas, in yeah. The, yeah, in the NCAA. Apparently, is pretty well hung, according to all the girls that were. Yeah, well, he's six foot four and was a college athlete. Are you surprised? Mm-hmm. Like, of course wow. he is. But also, he has a he has a public you know, social media record of, of he's into autogynephilia, right? Like he gets turned on from dressing as a woman and he gets turned on by voyeurism, right? He's put that out into the world. Yeah. Right. And so these girls show up at the NCAA championship. There's a, like a term for it now. It's called a euphoria boner. <laughs> right. So that's what he had. They right. are told when they get to the tournaments he's in, y'all have to share the locker room with this guy. She said that the way the NCAA officials handled it was, I mean, dude, it just sounds something straight out of a Orwell, you know, Huxley nightmare novel that they're just like, you know, think about the, just take about, just take this wiener and just take it, just take it. Basically it's like borderline sexual assault, but he sat there with the boner, this person who was supposedly on female hormones and all that stuff sat in that locker room with a boner and all these girls just had to deal with it. Mm-hmm. And they think got that though. Think about they it. got mocked and ridiculed and told their lives would be ruined by their own universities if they objected to it. 
course. But here's the, this is the craziest component to the whole thing. It's one dude that you would be you would be if he you know whatever I, I could care less how he feels but one dude could be uncomfortable by changing in his own biological locker room or instead let's make every actual female uncomfortable that's the argument that i tried to have with my sister i wouldn't even say try she seemed to she accepted it my premise was basically like listen i don't give a damn what you call yourself i don't give a damn how you identify but you're in a hyper tiny fringe minority if you cross sex identify right mm -hmm. and now i'm being told that i have to acknowledge you as a full-fledged woman or man which everyone you know said trans person identifies as even even allow you to beat up girls in sports right when we know that biologically speaking all of that is nonsense so if you come to me and you genuinely say, uh, I'm sorry, you got my pronouns wrong. I'm X, Y, whatever. Okay, fine. But don't, I was like, they're asking to, to satisfy and pacify, pacify like screaming babies, this fraction of the, of the society. The rest of us all have to basically go along with a delusion. It's bullshit. You want to do you? Do you. But we don't all have to bow to it. You're exactly right. Why does one deranged you know, a person suffering what was not that long ago considered a mental disorder mm. have to make all of the world mentally deranged as well. Or you're a bigot. Two plus two uh, equals five. The fourth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals ruled two to one that three parents in Montgomery County, Maryland, lacked, lacked standing to challenge the policy which the policy is that they protect minors from having to tell the parents that they're transgender. So these parents sued school district. They lost. And the school said, no, we will protect the, let's just say, uh, what's well, not, it's not even doctor patient. It's student teacher relationship. That's more important than parent-child relationship. Again, absolute insanity. But these parents sued and, and they lost. So those judges should be tarred and feathered. The end. Yeah. Sickos. They should. Um, my response to you when you shared that one was, I guess it's good that places like Maryland and Illinois and Oregon and uh, California keep doing this because it definitely gives... Uh, the people in our state, a heads up of what we need to be putting in place to keep it from happening here. It goes, it's worse though. The policy also requires teachers and counselors to gauge the level of support a student receives or anticipates receiving from their parents. So they, they are now the judge and jury. And they're the ones that decide if, if the student oh. tells them, no, my parents won't support this. Well, then that opens up a can of worms where it's like, well, okay, maybe we could just take these kids from their parents. If they're not offering up the appropriate affirmation of their gender dysphoric child. Terrible. They're not. Remember, the president even said it. They're all our children. They don't belong to the parents. That wasn't even that long ago. 
Um, so that's what's going on in Maryland. Migrants becoming cops. Illegals becoming cops. That is a uh, that's a law that was signed by Illinois Governor J. B. J. Sorry, J. B. Pritzker. He signed that into law. It would allow non-citizens to become LEOs and theoretically arrest U.S. citizens. Oh, by the way, Chisholm, illegals and migrants aren't allowed to carry a firearm. Just throwing that out there. Yeah. Do you remember the name of the lady that I sent you where we first yes. discovered that little tidbit? Alderman Jeanette Taylor. Right. This What's an awesome al- lady Alderman, in Alderman, is Chicago. that just another word for council yeah, member? Yeah, it's like a city council member. It's, they don't have mm-hmm. a city council. They have these alderman positions. She mm-hmm. represents a district. Yeah, District 20. Yeah. Um, yeah, so she's basically on the Chicago, Greater Chicago City Council. Um, she is having none of this crap. She is straight up calling out how they're robbing them. You know, they're... they're what was, it, what was all of the stuff that she complained about specifically? It's been a week since I looked at this, but I found well, she her... said it's costing the city seven thousand dollars per migrant migrant per month. Right, and her take was like, "Where's all that money going, y'all?" Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, but, but her she's main not down thing was with making cops out of them. Her main thing was, "You're going to tell me that illegals can now arrest American citizens," which I don't disagree with her. Yep. Well, and how are you qualified to how no what well, the the bigger question is why did Governor JB Pritzker sign this into law? That's the question. Uh, because he's a wild ass leftist who aligns with George Soros across the board on every single thing, dude. Yeah. He's ter- he's a he's that dude's terrible, man. You ever seen him? Do you want to you want to turn it into the Wild West? Wait until like Jabba the Hut. Wait till illegals start trying to arrest American citizens. Up is down. Yeah. And they can't carry a gun. Uh, let's see. You've got some COVID data. We'll get to that in a second. I did want to bring up the, uh, the Pornhub deal. So Texas became, I think, the first state let me pull that article up that i sent you they became the first state porn site sued texas to block age verification law uh the state's new rules for ensuring users are 18 years old but anyway pornhub claims that that violates the first amendment yeah it's hilarious um and they also claim like they don't work so you shouldn't do it so, I don't know. It's like, mm, be like, maybe, I don't know. Probably not a good analogy. I can't come up with a good analogy. But yeah, they're like, hey, you know, they just find ways around them. So just don't even try. Okay. So, but, but the point is that they're pushing porn on kids. Like, yeah. That's the underlying message here. It's, like it's, it's not about the First Amendment. <laughs> Uh, dude, I mean, frankly, I think Pornhub doing this is the least egregious thing we could point to in the last three years when it comes to the sexual sexualization of minor children. The least. Yeah, of course, a porn company that probably has, who knows what kind of percentage is teenage boys, wants those boys to be able to access this. I'm not saying it's good. They're evil. 
their site's evil. The people who run it are evil. They're doing the devil's work. And I'm fully willing to admit that, you know, I've certainly been on Pornhub, so I'm not going to pretend like I haven't. It's been a long time. I'm very thankful to say a really long time. But yeah, I mean, you got teachers wanting to sexualize five-year-olds. You got Drag Queen Story Hour. You got Epstein's Island. Mm-hmm. Like, so the porn industry wants people to continue to be able to get on porn websites. Like, that seems like the least of my problems. Um, you've heard the song, Oliver yeah. Anthony's Richmond, Richmond from Richmond, sure, north of Richmond, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he talks. One of the the licks in there is, uh, "I wish politicians would take care of minors, but not just minors on." Some island, island somewhere. somewhere. Yeah, I gotta yeah. be honest, it's the worst written two lines of the whole song. It's kind of just like shoehorned in, but I liked it. Oh, I thought it was very nicely written. <laughs> I liked that, that part. I liked it's just thing. like yeah. it, it kind of like comes out of nowhere and doesn't. It's just not very po- like the whole rest of the song. I think no, is actually dude, no, really it, well. Written. And then he goes right into that parts just not very poetic. We have three hundred pound people sucking on the government's titty. I like that part. Well, it's all, it's all in the five same foot thing, three but... and 300 pounds. The government yeah. shouldn't be paying for your, what does he say? Fudge circles Bags or fudge rounds. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so when I saw that, song, he's a big old boy, so he can speak to that. He ain't that fat. I'm looking at him right now. Uh, he's not five. He's like six, three and probably 300 pounds. He ain't not 300 pounds, dude. You're crazy. He's just a pretty big man. Mm, no, he's. He's not grossly obese by any stretch. I'm not of saying he's grossly obese. He's a big man, though. He has a big beard. Um, but when I played that, uh, I, p- I posted that on August 8th. What is that? A week Over a week ago. And the dude had like 30,000 followers on Instagram. He now has, you know, has 500 and over a half million, 571,000. Yeah, and he's got the number one song on all of iTunes, and apparently the number three, some other song I haven't even heard yet. Ain't got a dollar. End up in the top five. Well, Joe Rogan play, posted it as well, and that's when his yep. his you know, but it's, I think everyone resonates with that. And dude, Rolling Stone called it out as a as a right wing, uh, hit job that is trans fat no not transphobic fat phobic. <laughs> yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Fat people don't mm-hmm. like being told they're fat. Yeah. Well, you could change that. You don't have to be fat. You don't have to be. What about uh, the 41 Eggs. indictments against Trump? 41 and 18 of his supporters. So he's going to get arrested again. Again. Yeah, I... um. My only take on that, man, is that it is uh, a very scary time to be an American. If you believe in freedom and anything resembling a democratic republic, um, that era seems to be, if it's not over, uh, it's on its deathbed. And it's going to take some serious, serious shocks to revive it. It's not good, man. Bad, bad. Well, so here, this is the question then why I asked, do you think that these trumped up charges again, and all, all, like we always say, they seem to coincide with the latest uh, Biden corruption that the general public finds out about stuff that we've been talking about for two years, but mm-hmm. now is commonly accepted as true. 
Do you think this makes him a stronger or weaker candidate in 2024? People rallying around him or the fringers distancing from him even more? Um, Assuming we can I don't think it's hurting his candidacy one bit. We will. Yeah. I think if anything, I do think if anything, this continued witch hunt is helping him. Um, I think there, I think there were plenty of people who were sick of him before that are now being pushed into his arms because they realize that, um, like he's always said, this isn't even about him. It's about how much they hate us, uh, regular Americans. Uh, I think they see the more and more that does leak out about Hunter, a grotesquely, um, unfair, um, system of justice i mean it's not we don't even have a system of justice we have a system of injustice now Mm -hmm. that's just period um am i defending everything he said and did at that time no but he's been right we've said this i don't give a damn about bags of votes i don't give a damn about computer systems dominion voting machines any of that they lied collectively in collusion with members of our intelligence agencies, the media, even even the U.S. Chamber of Commerce, as documented in the Time Magazine article in February of 2021, right when this all ended, they lied, they plotted, they schemed to slander the man, they and then they lied and plotted and schemed to cover up the actual corruption of the now-sitting president of the United States. So he's been right all along, it's rigged. It was rigged, but the emphasis was always on finding votes when the reality was that it was, it was all set up before that. It all goes back to Hillary in 2016 and fusion GPS and, you know, the steel dossier and all that stuff. So, you know, the fact that, and, and he knows it, right. And yeah, it is pretty damn weird that a corpse got the most votes in American history. And that Trump got the second most votes in American history and lost. Which was everybody st- knows damn good and well if it hadn't been for COVID, COVID, he was steamrolling to re-election. So we have he got 60. I think we did this talk. We touched on these numbers like two episodes ago, but it was like 64 or 5 million votes in 2016. And he bumped those numbers up to what was it? 81 million in 2020. And lost, right? And lost. when he when 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 he won in 2016, it was the second most votes Look, anyone dude, had ever gotten. You want to know where America's really at? Look how effing hard they have worked for three years to destroy him. Yeah, Which starting with everything in 2020, all the lies, the riots, the summer of love, the 51 intelligence agents calling Hunter's laptop Russian collusion, right? Mm-hmm. what they're doing now making up legal theories to try to prosecute him with. So, I, so let me ask he you must this. in the, whatever somebody knows what the real polling looks like. Somebody knows what the Amer- what the actual American mindset is on this. I mean, hell even real clear politics as average has him at worst tied with Biden, if not beating Biden now Biden's he's a, he's a, he's a corpse. Trump will destroy him in a free and fair and actual legit legal election. He will rock him. That's the only reason they're doing all this. So here's, but I always go back to 
he sure gives him plenty of ammunition to point back at him. Right. Don't think and he was since you're it. someone who has even said on the show, I don't think I could vote for Trump. But it sure makes someone that's kind of in the middle sympathize. And I don't mean middle as in you're going to vote Democrat. I mean, maybe you'll. I don't think they're going to put. I don't think I'm going to have to. I don't think I'm going to have to. They're going to. They're. They're going. There's no way they're going to let him get on that ballot. He'll have to run as a third party. He'll have to pull a Teddy Roosevelt and come in as a bull moose independent, which I fully oh, expect I don't, him I to disagree. Do. I think the Republicans, were, he's certainly going to have the Dude, the they're not, I'm, you're not, <laughs> I don't think they're going to let it happen, man. So your take is that in, as we continue down this evolution of destroying this country from the inside and from our politicians, that Trump will cause the, basically the Republican Party to lose because he'll take all those votes and then the Democrats. If they can rig a Democratic primary twice against Bernie Sanders, if they can rig a general election against Donald Trump, they can damn sure rig a Republican primary one way or another. He'll either be in jail, they'll kill him, or what I think, the ace they're wearing up their sleeves right now, which DeSantis has already floated out a couple times, and it's a good segue. Ready for a segue? They're about to. Their 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 hail mary will be Trump unleashed these vaccines on us. It's all his fault. Warp speed. It was his fault. It was a handout to the to the uh, pharmaceutical companies. Uh, warp speed was his fault. He rushed out vaccines that weren't ready, and now people are suffering. Kids are having myocarditis, and people are getting strokes. Mm. Yeah, well, oh. he rushed them out, but who made who made people take them? That's the question. Dude, dude, you come on, man. People like your brother are desperate, desperate for anything they can cling to to hide from the reality of what they let happen. He's so weird because the woke people are so brainwashed. They were claiming how great Biden was for trying to make everyone take him. Right. And now, if all they if, if they can just say, hey, look, we know you got duped, but it wasn't our fault. We got duped too, dude. It was his fault. It was Trump and Fauci and a corrupt FDA. And watch, just like I was saying about how we're, you know, doing a replay of the 1970s with the church commission where they pretended to clean house in the CIA. They're going to pretend to clean house in the CDC and the FDA. They're going to claim that they've cleaned out all of the, you know, all of the uh, corrupted, uh, captured, you know, regulators. Fauci's already retired. They're going to blame it on corrupt bureaucrats. Hell, Christopher Ray from the FBI is going up before the con Congress on a weekly basis saying all the people who rigged all of this the last six you know, years going back to the 2016 election, they're all gone now. Everything's cool. Everything's cool. Even the guy who's sick, the He's FBI. He's the worst of the worst. I know. <laughs> it's all no cool such thing as cleaning house, dude. It's all cool because I said it is. That's another me. reason I don't trust, trust Trump because he said he was going to clean that. He's going to drain the swamp. You I know, can't. But but my question to you was, do you, does it make you sympathetic to the dude considering everything he's had to go through? Or do you think that's all just part of the show? I, I, I am sympathetic to him. I, I wish he wasn't running, but you know, I'm going to vote for him if he's, if he's on the ballot. Because I'm not, just, you're not voting the other way. And I do I think that he will still be. I, I think he will get the GOP nod. Uh, but that wouldn't be, that would, that's a pretty good, it's a pretty good prediction that they'll split the Republican vote by making him run as an independent and they will again win.
Because they don't Take have a candidate bank. either. Take it to the bank. They do not have a candidate, a viable one. Um, you said Segway. DeSantis was talking about it. Take the ball and run with it. Um, so I heard, I don't remember what I was listening to. And then wrap up with this COVID information and we got to get out of here. Oh, that's what I thought you said. What do you, what do you want to take the ball with? I got eight minutes. Oh yeah. COVID. If that's what you were talking about with this. Oh, that's the, that was the segue. Okay. They're going to blame. Yeah. The segue to COVID. Right. Yeah. Um, and the fact that they're going to ultimately, if they have to hang him with operation warp speed. So apparently all the way back on June 15th, the CDC provided a report to the FDA. You can look this up, get you the title of it. It's called, uh, you got it right here. COVID-19 vaccine effectiveness updates, June 15th, 2023, published by Ruth Link Gellis, PhD, MPH, uh, Centers for mm -hmm. Disease Control and Prevention. So this is a 25-page PowerPoint that purports to break down the efficacy of the, okay, monovalent and bivalent booster doses against hospitalization and critical illness specifically among immunocompetent adults, meaning people with healthy immune systems, aged greater than 18 years during XBB predominance, meaning Omicron variant XBB. Hmm. Okay, so if you followed all that, in other words, this report, this 25-page report, is specifically about where these vaccines and boosters keeping people out of the hospital and keeping them from what they called critical illness. Now, you've heard conspiracy theorists like us point out that more people in the last two years have been hospitalized who had been vaxxed than who haven't. Um, right. Clearly, we're, we're full of shit. Wait, are we? Because two months ago now, <laughs> two months ago now, the CDC put this out. And you go through it, and it's kind of like, you know, like how the New York Times likes to bury the most important part of the whole article down in, you know, paragraph 30. So you go, you go page by page and they break down the data for a period of uh, initially, like they, they break it down in kind of like six month blocks. It's like, like last September through January and then like January through May. And when you look at all that, you see vaccine boosters don't look super effective. They break it down by the period of time from the end of it, from your last dose until your disease, basically. Well, the long and short of it is when you get all the way down to, oh, Paige, I guess it's like 14 out of 25, the absolute vaccine efficacy, uh, yeah, efficacy against COVID-19 hospitalization among, oh, this is specifically only against hospitalization. They take off the severe disease part. Uh -huh. So this is just about hospitalization. People who had had what they call the monovalent, which is the original COVID mRNA vaccines, vaccines um greater than you know a greater than 90 days prior negative efficacy negative seven efficacy you are more likely to go hot to the hospital than if you got boosted even with the bivalent ones remember the bivalent ones how important it was to get the bivalent ones because oh, yeah. they were all rigged up for omicron right that was the one that was actually supposed to help with omicron Chasing the dragon. You From a period of catch. September 8th of 2022 through May 24th of 2023. So 
few weeks from now till, you know, we're coming up on the one year anniversary of this data. Yeah. September through May. If you had had a bivalent booster dose greater than 90 days uh, prior to infection, you had a negative 8% chance or negative 8 effic efficacy. The eff efficacy was negative 8. That was the average efficacy. As you can see in this cool little bar, like line graph thing that they have, can't see it's all glaring. Are these the same people that were telling us to take the vaccines that are releasing this information? The range of efficacy was negative 45 to a plus 25 with an average of negative like nine. So, yeah, if you had a bivalent booster and it was more than three months prior to your infection, you were way more likely to end up in the hospital than if you just hadn't. Who's, and it, who, it even who says, released this data? It even says the baseline is against unvaccinated, completely unvaxxed people. Yeah. And who released this data? The CDC. And who was telling us to take the shots? Um, the C C yeah, the same CDC. Yeah, those guys. And if you mm -hmm. told a liberal, yeah. hey, remember when you all told us to take the shots and the CDC was telling us to take the shots? Here's data by the same organization that you told us to trust. What would they say? And I think both Trump and DeSantis are distractions from, I mean, not DeSantis and Hunter are distractions from this story. But yeah, dude, they're going to, it's even worse than that. You got CNN out there pimping more vaccines right now. You got Peter Hotez, that fat schlub coming out and saying, hey, there's a new variant running around. It's running around right now, supposedly. There are people getting sick right now, right? And they're like, don't worry, we'll have you a new booster by October. What's something we have learned about this? You can't chase the variants. What good is that going to do, man? This thing will burn through the whole damn country in two weeks. Yeah. And then you'll roll out another vaccine for something that doesn't exist anymore. It'll already been mutated. And 90 days later, that shit will put you in the hospital. If it doesn't kill you with a stroke first. So I am going to a fantasy football draft this weekend, and I guarantee you there'll be three dudes there. If when I, I'm not even going to bring it up because I want to start a fight. It's going to be a fun weekend. But if I showed them that data, it would just be a blank stare and they would come up with something excuse like that. But, but I'm, I'm like, but it's the same, the same people that told us to take it are now showing it. I sent it to those guys. My I sent it to my law school buddies and the guy's response was nobody cares. Trump's going to jail. However, keep doing <laughs> your research. It amuses me because maybe the one research, day this will matter. And I go, it wasn't my research, right. bro. It was the CDC's research. Who, yeah. who? who 18 months ago you swore was God almighty. Yeah. And, and, who, and, 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 and who in January, the CDC and the FDA in January acknowledged publicly that there seemed to be a strong signal, a relatively strong, there was a signal anyway of strokes related to these vaccines. So they were going to do a more comprehensive study on what was being reported in VAERS. However, they had already determined at the point at which they commissioned a brand new study, which is still ongoing, probably lots of other stuff other than the vaccines probably actually has nothing to do with the vaccines. These are the same people that say, oh, no, no, no. There's no uh, influx of athletes falling over dead on the field or having cardiac arrest like Bronny James. No, no, no. It's just that that's just normal. It's it's always happened. Oh, well, sure. Yeah. Like Reggie Theus from the Celtics or what? I think that was his name. Reggie Lewis, maybe in the late 80s, fell, it fell over and died. People have died from it. Uh, that lineman from the Vikings, Corey Springer, St Stinger, Stringer, Stringer is his last name. That was uh, 
your sophomore year, my freshman year at Baylor. It has happened. Not like it's happening now, but they won't admit that. Got nothing. Yep. <laughs> Negative efficacy, man. Yeah. The CDC's From- own data summarized in a nice little chart, buried all the way almost at the bottom, but there it is. More likely to get hospitalized if you've had more than three, two shots. Shouldn't that be the headline? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. The headline is just vaccine effective, effect, effectiveness. And then you get to the bottom and it's like, you mean vaccine ineffectiveness? <laughs> I mean, what's the opposite of effectiveness? Vaccine. Oh, injury. Uh, Adverse effect. Yeah. That is the biggest And guess problem. what, dude? Anthony Fauci predicted it six months before we ever even rolled him out. He said vaccines probably won't work because it's a cold virus and it'll mutate too fast and it'll spread too fast. And we'll end up with something called original antigenic sin, which means you'll get more sick if you hurt your immune system with the fu- with the freaking vaccines. Hey, man, Fauci was right about something. Psyop. But like your brother says, boosters aren't a thing. So nobody's taking them anyway. And that's yeah. true. Thank God. Thank thank God that's true. Nobody's taking them anyway. I don't I don't know anyone that has, but I also I also believe this to be true. I don't think anyone would tell you because they'd be too embarrassed. Um if they had taken them? Yeah, if they're still taking them. I guarantee you there are people out there that are still doing it, living in fear, but they're probably not mentioning it. They're definitely not trying to parade. I think anybody who's still taking them of them lives in such a tight bubble that they probably virtue signal. They probably are super proud of it. And those CNN anchors are not taking them either. The ones that none of them took the mRNAs (laughs) in the first place, man. I watched. I watched. Um. Uh, what's his name, dude? The only guy on CNN that's even remotely decent. Um. I don't know that person. I don't think that person. Uh, I mean, I'm, I mean, like remotely. I mean, very re- like barely. Like kind of calls it balls and strikes. Um, mm. um. Oh, I was on the tip of my tongue. I don't know. Yeah. Well. Anyway, I I watched him admit that he took the Johnson and Johnson. None of those people that nobody in the know took the Pfizer and Moderna jabs. The people who were in the know were taking the old Johnson and Johnson, which we were, you know, were told isn't as good and you should boost up with an mRNA shot, even though that one's actually, even that was, that was actually DNA editing, but whatever. None for me. Thanks. Still here doing good. Mm -hmm. Well, that is going to do it. Oh, I got to play the next time next week. Remind me to try to pull the audio of the FDA lawyer getting grilled by a judge about the fact that they were putting out tweets telling people not to take ivermectin, the FDA has flipped completely. They're being sued by doctors Mm -hmm. because they were demanding that doctors, I mean, we know the story, right? Like pharmacies were being told not to issue it. Doctors were being threatened with their licenses if you you gave it out right. Now, all Mm -hmm. of a sudden, they're getting sued and the FDA is like, we never told doctors they couldn't prescribe. In fact, it's actually totally legal. They're actually saying it's totally legal to prescribe ivermectin for COVID-19. What we were saying was don't take the horse pace. And she's like, that's not what your tweet said. Your tweet said, don't take this medicine. It doesn't work. Don't stop it. She's like, right. Well, that was, she used the word, um, oh, what'd she call it, dude? Well, I mean, they made, and it's well documented, just, CNN ran a I wish picture I had of handy, Joe Rogan dude. and they turned his skin yellow to make it I wish I had it handy because you should hear the shake voice this broad had. But she called it, 
She called it quip. She called it a quip. It was just a quip. It wasn't actual medical advice coming from the FDA. And, and she said, if I was taking seventh grade English class, we would call that a command. When you said, don't stop it, that that would be called a command by the FDA to the medical profession in this country and the people of this country not to take this drug. Oh, and by the way, you threatened you don't support that losing, stance. No, we actually losing their licenses. Right. Threatened medical professionals. Yeah, for really actually agree. trying to treat patients. All right. Yep. Help uh, me well, remember and I'll pull that audio next. That's going to do it for that's... episode 136 of Justified Pursuit for Chisholm Cook. I'm Cable Smith. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Good luck getting the website back up. Ah, just one more heading. But uh, the good news is if you're listening to this, then the website's back up. See you next time. Here we clean our guns while we turn our cheeks. We're like angels and demons and dogs in heat. So baby, raise your glass, but don't cut your teeth. Just show your sweet tooth grin to everyone you meet. Tell me what's this world that we're clinging to? It's all for one, but none for two. Pierce your skin with a heart tattoo. And tell me what's this world that we're clinging to.